Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Oh, where's my light? Here it is. I'm A.J. Hogue. This is the Effortless English Show. What are we talking about today? Well, our title is Disobedience Rising. Got a nice little video to show you. Upward or downward. Another quote, another verse from the Dhammapada today. And uh, each of these is connect- has a small connection to QAnon as well. Welcome, everybody. I had another great day today. I had a great day. I was outdoors all day today with babies. Both babies today. Today's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Mother's Day in Japan, I believe. Mother's Day in America. Seems like in most countries, a lot of countries in the world is Mother's Day. So, big kisses to all the moms out there. Have a good day today. So, for Mom's Day, for Mother's Day, I... uh, my wife, to give her a little bit of a break, <laughs> I took both of the babies today. I went for a walk with both the babies. So when I do that, I have uh, two baby carriers. I have a backpack, which the, the bigger baby goes in the backpack. And then I have one of those front carriers. And the smaller baby goes in the front carrier. So I got one baby on the front and one baby on the back. And then I walk around like that. It's actually... It's kind of heavy now because they're getting big, but uh, the good thing is the weight is actually well balanced. I have weight on my back and weight on the front, so it actually gives me a good posture. I always get a lot of attention from people when I'm walking around with both babies. Everyone's always happy to see them. So I went for a long walk with them and then took them to the playground and uh, they were they had a good time playing outside and my wife got a little bit of a, a little time to relax and take a nap it was nice so we had a good time we had a good mother's day today i hope you all did or will if you, some of you maybe just starting so again happy mother's day okay just uh, looks like everything's okay. Good in the comments. Everything looks yep, great. All right. Let's get started then with our topic. First, we'll start with upward or downward. Upward or downward. A quote from the Dhammapada. Another quote from the Dhammapada. Dhammapada. And this is from chapter 22, verse 317 of the Dhammapada and again the Dhammapada it's the means the way of Dharma the path of Dharma the path of natural law right all similar meanings what it really is it's a collection of teachings of sayings kind of short short sayings of the Buddha meaning Gautama Buddha right Prince Siddhartha when most people think of Buddha that's what they're 
that's who they're talking about. Now, in uh, especially in Mahayana Buddhism, Buddha can also uh, represent other beings, right? It's a more general term. Uh, that means like uh, an awakened or enlightened person uh, or being. But when we say the Buddha, we're talking about Gautama Buddha. Okay, so verse 317. Again, a connection to what's happening in the world today. Here it is. Those who fear what they ought not to fear and do not fear what they ought to fear follow false doctrines on the downward course. So there's our word doctrine again. I'm going to give you a formal definition of that word since this is our second time seeing it. We'll see how good my explanation was. Yeah, it's a... Okay, right. It's a rule or principle. Right. A principle or a rule. Or a rule. Which, uh, which often, in, if we're talking about uh, religions, or is also has the idea of a teaching, right? So that's what a doctrine is, a doctrine. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning. Those who fear what they ought not to fear. Ought here means like should, right? What they should not fear. So let's just take, and then the opposite. They don't fear what they should fear, right? So it's basically, this is about, I guess... To use kind of a Buddhist type phrase, this is about wrong fear, wrong fear, incorrect, incorrect fear, right? It means that if you're afraid of things you shouldn't be afraid of, you're on the downward course. We'll discuss what that means in a minute. And also, if you're not afraid of things that you should be afraid of, you're also on the downward course. Now, of course, we can look at this uh little saying in a very simple and practical way at a very simple level right which just means uh in a very simple level for your survival as a human being right if you we'll take the second one if you don't fear what you should fear you're on the downward course i mean a downward course here this that's the chapter it's called the downward course and what it is it's just uh it's sayings about so what the Buddha is talking about, downward course means you're going down, means you're, you're getting worse, right? You're becoming a, a worse person. You're becoming more ignorant. You're be- you will become more unhappy. You will suffer more when you're on the downward course. It means you're following a path. Course means path. You're following a path. You're following a way that's going to make you more and more unhappy, over time it's going to cause more and more and more and more and more suffering over time the downward course and you can imagine of course <laughs> the opposite would be an upward course an upward course in life if you are on an upward course you're going up then you are living a life you're following a way of life that is going to make you happier and happier and happier wiser and wiser and wiser a better person a better person a better person Obviously, we want to be on an upward course, not downward. But the Buddha here is saying that if you are not afraid of things you should fear, that's going to lead to suffering, more suffering, right? Downward path. And of course, you can see this in a very, very, very simple practical way, right? Like if you're not afraid of busy traffic, 
right? At some level, and you, well, then you might just walk into the middle of the street. You get hit by a car, right? Which would hurt you or kill you, obviously. So, uh, fear is, in other words, we can see from this teaching that fear, just fear, the emotion fear, it's not necessarily bad or good, right? It's just a feeling. It's just an emotion, right? Just like anger, just like, um, you know, excitement, whatever. It's not the emotion that's necessarily bad. It's, it's having it or using it in the wrong way, in the wrong situation. It's wrong fear, right? In Buddhism, you'll see a lot of this, they use the word right and wrong a lot, meaning correct and incorrect, right? So, right fear <laughs> would be Correct fear would be fearing things that you that can hurt you, that really can hurt you. That, that you should be afraid of those things at some level. Not terrified, right? Not to not so you're so afraid that you uh, do stupid things. But a little bit of fear in some situations is useful and uh, correct, right? As long as you are tr- fearing something that really should be, you know. That really, that you really should be afraid of. But let's talk about the other one because it's more uh, connected to what's happening in in our media today. Those who fear what they ought not to are also on the downward course. So if you're afraid of things you should not be afraid of, then you are on the downward course. You're going to suffer more and more. You're going to be more and more unhappy. You're going down, not up. spiritually emotionally and so you know of course I'm talking about the the virus and everything that so if you are terrified of that but it's actually not that dangerous you're on the downward course you're following false beliefs you're following false ideas right which of course come from the media false and this is indeed dangerous. It's, it's indeed dangerous to be, to, to let others create all this fear about things you should not be afraid of. It, it destroys your mental health. It, destroy, it makes you a weak person. It makes you weak to be constantly afraid of things that don't exist or which are not really very dangerous. Uh, it makes you weak, right? I mean, it's, it's a cowardly attitude. Right? The opposite of courage. The opposite of bravery. Alright, so that's number one. And next, let me show you just what we were talking about, disobedience. Disobedience rising. Because we're starting to see my fellow patriots in America are starting to disobey. And I like it. And I'm just going to show you how simple it is. Okay, so on the west coast of the United States, right, they closed all the beaches. Why? Just, this, it's just stupidity. I have no idea why. It's, it, there's no reason to close them. But um, it's just power, government, and they're just trying to close everything down, destroy the economy, and make people slaves, right? To just see how, how much control can they have. Well, people are fighting back now. People are starting to disobey. Right now, in small ways, I think you're going to see that the disobedience is going to grow and grow and grow. But I'll just show people. It's simple. People, in some beaches in America, you can drive your car on the beach. So people just uh, had a big parade on the beach. 
This is actually posted by QAnon. It was a link was posted to this, so Q is promoting this. Q is telling people indirectly, <laughs> a little bit indirectly, most almost directly, that this whole thing is exaggerated. You should not be afraid, and you should disobey. You should disobey, and I agree. So here's just people having a parade, and you'll just see a huge number of cars on the beach look at all these cars can you see that long line they all flying american flags they're all driving up and down and there's people out there walking too they're in little buggies So, this is disobedience. They're directly disobeying the government. They're directly disobeying the government. And you'll notice the police do nothing. The police are doing nothing because when this many people disobey in a very direct way, the government and the police become afraid, right? So, a lot of times it's the people are afraid of the police, but the opposite can happen. And there's, I'm going to give you finally just a quote from Thomas Jefferson, one of my favorite Americans. He says, when government fears the people, there is liberty. When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. Thomas Jefferson, uh, obviously, he wrote the Declaration of Independence, one of the what we call founding fathers of America, of the United States of America. So let's read that again. When government fears the people, there is liberty. Liberty here means freedom. When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. Tyranny means, you know, like uh, like a dictatorship, like, uh, you know, the abuse of power, slavery for the people. And, you know, as usual, Thomas Jefferson was right. <laughs> um, the people, if they just disobey, then the government becomes afraid. They become afraid because the government knows, just like the media knows, they only have power if people obey. Right? They don't have enough guns. They don't have enough power to control everybody. They absolutely do not. Right? So it all depends on people obeying and being afraid of them. But when people stop being afraid of them, when people start just ignoring what they say and going out on the beach and having a little parade and go or it... Uh, there's, I saw another video where it was just people walking like a huge they're basically having a big party on the beach just huge numbers of people and there is a kind of protest they're all got American flags and everything but uh, it's the same idea uh, that they're just disobeying right and again the police did nothing they did nothing and they won't do anything they'll try it occasionally with when it's just one person or a couple people right but when they start st- they can feel it, right? When they start to feel and see that it's larger and larger and larger numbers of people, they will become afraid. And then that's that's how you have freedom. The police should fear the people, not the opposite. I saw one. It was like a black neighborhood. Um, I think the United States... I'm not, sure, I'm not 100% sure it was USA, but I think so. And it was the same thing. There were a few guys. They were hanging out. Just chatting. It, just, it looked like just a few friends sitting on the like the stairs outside an apartment building, just talking. The police come over, start harassing them and giving you know, 
threatening to take them to jail, all this bullshit. So all these people come out of the apartment building in the neighborhood. I mean, it was probably, I don't know, 100, 200. It was two cops to police and they all pull out their phones and they're putting their phones in the face of the police and recording them and they're all kind of yelling at the police and what did the police do they ran away they walked away very fast to get out of there right disobedience they didn't hit the police they didn't attack them nope they, they insulted them <laughs> and they recorded them on their phones and that's all there was no violence at all very effective that kind of disobedience and with a with a little bit of an attitude <laughs> it helps sometimes too uh so again it's this is rising it's starting to spread it's happening more and more and more places people are getting really annoyed uh with all of this and i think you're gonna see this just explode now q is encouraging this a lot in america well not just america q is followed uh around the world now so fantastic I love seeing it. I love seeing it. And it's all very peaceful. And it's the people just saying enough. And when they say enough, all these these people, these, you know, it doesn't matter. Police, uh, government people, you'll just notice they'll just, uh, right? They, they, they will run away. They'll complain and yell and yeah, and they'll, they do nothing. They can't do anything at that point. So, thumbs up to all those people. Very nice. All right, so that's the Buddha giving us a little advice about fear uh, and this video that QAnon linked to with disobedience is rising. Awesome. Yeah, Luminous says, so we'll get to comments now. Luminous says, a disciplined disobedience, a very good organized action. People are more than the authorities. Yes, disciplined. Gandhi was a big fan of that as well. Gandhi wrote a lot about that and uh, focused on that a lot that the I think it was called Satyagraha basically his uh, the people who were part of his movement he, he was very strict that they had to be very disciplined very self-controlled but yeah and, and very peaceful on, but on the other hand not fearful they were not afraid they were not fearful they were very courageous uh and that's a powerful combination when you get both of those when you get that uh courage without anger is powerful yeah like Tosif khan says no more lockdowns this is enough indeed 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 Jeremy says, I love my and others' freedom. I hate our stupid rulers and stupid laws. And for me to enjoy a free sea and a free driving is the best freedom, the best feeling. It is indeed. And you have to understand, America, the car, America has a very strong car culture. There is, uh, in America, the car is a symbol of freedom. It's not the same in, so much in other countries. It's a little bit different, but in America, very much so. So there's, that is part of the symbolism of that little parade you saw on the beach. Uh, that in the United States, especially, uh, the car is this symbol of freedom so anyway they did a good job those guys and you saw there were i don't know how many there were but maybe may hard to see as a small video but there was actually it was a very long line of cars I, hundreds probably 
Luminous says, so much tyranny in the U.S., worse than China, so many lies and poor people. I'm not sure about worse than China. <laughs> but uh, America, yeah. America, there's no room for America to criticize China too much. Uh, it's, I guess, a different style. China's a little more Orwell, 1984 is my feeling. Animal Farm. America's more Brave New World. That's kind of my general feeling on it. Cool, Vladislav. I, I, sorry, I saw your earlier comment. I forgot to read it. Vladislav says, Today I walked 15 kilometers. I saw some police cars going by, but not one of them stopped me. I thought I walked alone. There were no people close to me. Exactly. They know how ridiculous it is. Here's the other thing, guys. You know, police are humans. And... Uh, yeah, some of them are jerks, right? Some of them like the power, but not all of them. And uh, some of them know it's stupid, right? Some guy walking alone, uh, the, the excuse is there's a virus. Well, there, he's obviously no danger, even if you believe the story. So, you know, that we've also seen in America, uh, some police are starting to go against all of this. You're seeing police do, making videos saying this is all nonsense and we're not going to do this anymore. So that's also nice to see. And you have to realize too that, you know, the 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 people who have so-called power, they they they're weak. Weak, weak, weak. They have, they're very fearful small little people that they, they depend on the police and the military, right? Without police and military, they have zero power. If the police stop listening to them, stop obeying their orders. They all their power disappears. It doesn't matter how much money they have. It doesn't matter their position. It doesn't matter because uh, they have no actual power themselves, right? They're weak people. All their power is just money and obedience. That's it. So, you know, we've seen this in history, in different times in history where the police or the army will just stop supporting the rulers. They'll just say, no more. And then the rulers instantly lose all their power. Yeah, Gandhiji's Chatterjee, Gandhiji's Satyagraha. I think, uh, I'm sorry if my pronunciation is wrong. That's right, Gandhiji's Satyagraha. Yeah, like Shah Mahdi says, fear is inevitable. It's part of being human. So feel the fear and do it anyway, which is the title of a good book. And uh, it's just good advice. It's a nice little uh, incantation kind of feel the fear and do it anyway. That's right. It's okay to be afraid sometimes to be, you know, to be uncertain, but uh, just move forward and do what do the right thing anyway. That's a good point. How can I get your book? My audiobook's free. EffortlessEnglish.com is my book um, website.
AJ, are Americans more aware than the rest of the world? Asks Kumar Singh. No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah, I, America's got like the best and the worst is sort of like what I see. I'll give you an example that's not about politics. It's uh, or this virus. It's just about let's just say health. Uh, on one hand, I'd say in general, Americans are probably the most unhealthy people in the world. Maybe the British or British and Mexicans are pretty unhealthy too. But um, I'd still say probably America's number one, the most huge, super fat people in the world. Canada too. But America, terrible, terrible health, junk, junk, junk food, garbage, right? So there, I, every time I go home, I notice it. It's it's I can't avoid it. It's obvious. You just instantly you just look around and you see what is wrong with people. This is terrible. Um so on one hand, the worst of the worst, right? But but on the other hand, <laughs> the the health food movement, a lot of the uh alternative medicine and alternative health care, all of these things started or at least uh have become uh, popular and strong in the United States. So you've got a minority, a, a small number of people who are the opposite, who are like super, 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 super healthy and independent, right? And I don't know, maybe it's connected. Maybe to be healthy in America, you have to become like really disciplined about your health because it's so hard to do. Right, so it's kind of like the extremes. You know, the, the large, largest number of people are very fat and unhealthy, but then you ha- do have another percent. You know, a, a smaller number, but still, who are like the opposite, who are just super, 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 super focused on health, and they know a lot about uh, nutrition and vitamins and supplements and herbs, and they learn about Chinese medicine, they learn about Ayurveda, and they do yoga, and right. So it's interesting. And I think you'll see that in a lot of topics in America where like the big group of people is just mind controlled, mindless, watching the TV, uh, right? Kind of the worst of the worst, not aware at all. But then you will see a percentage, I don't know what it is, 10%, 20%, 30%, something like that, who are like the other extreme. Who they're like, they're super, super aware. They're super red-pilled. So it's interesting. It's it's kind of interesting to me how you get um, these extremes w- within the United States, which I don't notice that in other countries that I've been to. Not as much. I haven't. Gordana Guzina says, "Hope you're doing. Hope you and your family are doing well." Doctors are ignoring the Hippocratic Oath. A lot of them are. What are your thoughts on this? Yes, the Hippocratic Oath means do no harm. A gigantic number of doctors, I'm speaking about the United States right now. Uh, other places too, I'm sure, but but certainly in the United States, a lot of them do a huge amount of harm. You can just look on even official statistics, the ca- causes of death in America, um, medical mistakes, um, drug reactions are right up near the top. I can't remember, number three. Four, fourth cause of death. I mean, you got cancer, heart disease, medical mistakes, and drug. You know, people take they give drugs, and two of the drugs combine and basically kill them. 
So this kind of thing happens a lot in the United States. I don't know. It's it's in the top five, maybe or top ten at least. It's 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 a big cause of death, and a lot of them know it, and they uh, they absolutely they they lie to try to block. Um, natural methods that work you know for example something simple like vitamin c why because they can't make money on it they can't control it so yeah the medical industry is a disaster it's super corrupt you know i think there are a few exceptions to that like like emergency medicine is pretty good i think you get in a car wreck they can save your life that's great but um but for like for basic health cancer and heart disease and diabetes these are the probably the three biggest killers and the three biggest things that cause just so much you know disease uh bad health they're they just they completely ignorant willfully you know they choose to be ignorant or they're hurting people for sure Now, I think it's better in some countries. I think Japan's a little better. Uh, and I think America's horrible. Um, but it's, you know, and overall, it's still terrible in most places. Ah, cool. Slavika says, There was a big protest in Belgrade yesterday against the Circus Corona. The police did not even come. <laughs> See? Protests continue every day. The government and the police are afraid of the people. Enough. That's right. They're afraid. They know. A lot of the police know it's nonsense. A lot of them know. And they don't want to be on the wrong side of this, right? They know people are getting angry, angry, angry. And it's, that anger is growing fast. And a lot of police know they don't want to be... They, they know that uh, it's they're going to lose, right? So... That's why these you're going to see these uh, uh, this disobedience I think growing very fast, spreading very fast, and they're not, yeah you'll see some places might overreact, but in general you're going to be all right. Yeah, Cleefy, like Cleefy says, the high coach, the pressure generates an explosion by the time people become fearless and disobey the rules. Right. People are sick. I mean, because people are losing jobs. They're, they're losing their, when they, as they realize that this thing is not that serious, they are realizing that, why am I losing all my job, my income, uh, my whole, my whole family is going to suffer because of this. They're trying to keep us locked in our, our homes and people are getting really angry about that. They're not very angry. They, you know, they were accepting it for a while, but now that more and more people are waking up that this is, a, you know, basically a big lie, um, super exaggerated that it's that it was unnecessary. People are getting really angry. <laughs> yeah, Adam Salim says uh, in Egypt, people start to disobey the government, but the more people feel okay about having freedom, the more the government 
tries to make everyone afraid. Well, of course, this is the only technique they have, which is to try to fear, 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 fear. So they're going to just go. But here's the thing. They're going to, they keep exaggerating. And their only thing they can do as people wake up is try to exaggerate even more. Oh, more fear, more fear. And as soon as you wake up and see it, it doesn't work anymore. You just laugh about it. It becomes ridiculous. It becomes ridiculous after a while. The gap, the, the space between reality and the fear and the media, it just keeps getting so big that more it causes more and more people to wake up, actually. So the, the, their overreaction, the, I, I just don't, it's done. It's over, guys. It's, a ma- it's just a matter of a few weeks, I think, at most, that they, they, they lost. Good, which is good. Yeah, like Zarembeski says, I can imagine, but I don't have time to think about all that nonsense, that all that bullshit. It's my countryside, my rules. I was fired, but I have my own animals and garden. What else do I need? Exactly. If you, someone in this situation, they don't even care. They don't, they don't have to go to protests, as I was saying. He already, his disobedience is just, he just lives his life. It's no big deal. Good for you. What's the role of the World Health Organization? Is it clean? <laughs> no way, man. I just saw something about the World Health Organization is pushing child sex, masturbation for children. They think that little small children, like four or five years old, should be taught that. It's on their website. The World Health Organization is disgusting. They, they've lied about this whole thing. They've been wrong about everything. It's all propaganda and lies. Don't believe them. The fact that YouTube is pushing them tells you everything about YouTube, doesn't it? you should walk more today (laughs) get out and walk guys Uh, walk in the jungle says Nasser and you see a lot of bears run towards you (laughs) fear will alarm you if you try to be logic and say it's a bear dog you could end up dead I think you're joking all right When do you think Trump will reveal what's going on with the pedophile cabal? I have no idea. I know nothing about any of that. I don't even know if it's how real it is, so I'm not going to worry about it. Juan says, uh, yes, in America, people eat bad. Yes, especially too much fast food. Yep. People, a lot of people work two or three jobs to pay their bills and save money. Yeah, a lot of people do work a couple jobs. It's true. But just the food's crap is the reason. <laughs> it's garbage. Juned Khan says, yes, you are right. 
about the difference between media and reality. It is very big. Yeah, that's uh, what... I mean, the last few years, the difference between reality, which you can see, go outside and see, and what you will see on the media, it's just gotten so big, it's so ridiculous. Uh, I'm surprised anyone believes it anymore, but people still do somehow watch the TV and believe it, but I don't understand how anyone can believe it anymore. It's so ridiculous. And not just about this, about everything. So... You know, it's constant fear porn. What was something recently they were in America, the news, they're trying to make everybody afraid of some kind of Japanese bee, like a wasp. I think it's called the hornet. And they're using all these all these scary stories about how it will kill you, can kill you. And it's so ridiculously stupid. It's so obviously fear porn, right? Fear porn. They're just trying to make everybody afraid of nothing, of some bug. It's ridiculous. I live in Japan. I've never even heard of that thing ridiculous turn that stuff off guys throw your TV away no more obedience says Shab Madi yeah Ozma says, um, in the government, obey them if you want to make a paper, for example, a birth certificate. If you make noise, they'll make it difficult. Well, yeah. (laughs) If you're in the office of the birth certificate office, there's no reason to cause a lot of problems, you know, if you're trying to get something like that. I mean, that's not what I'm talking about. But if you just disobey these rules if you just don't follow them they have no idea no, the person in the birth certificate office has no idea uh, so you know you got yeah I wouldn't worry about that Chaman Ja says I am from Mumbai you're my idol well that's nice I want to become an English teacher good luck to you You look very influential and charismatic. Well, that's very nice. Thank you, and good luck to you. I hope you have a nice, successful English teaching career. Good luck. Do I want President Trump to be next term? Definitely. (laughs) Look at the choice. Gee, the the alternative would be anti-American traitors so yeah definitely yeah here you go Jeremy says I watched there how many deaths by alcoholism every year it's three what is it three million deaths per year from alcohol compare that to the virus deaths it's funny there's a huge panic about the virus but not alcoholism Exactly right. You can find a lot of examples of this, you know, car accidents as a big one. Um, diabetes. How about diabetes? <laughs> uh, how many people die because of diabetes or complications because of diabetes every year? You hear nothing about it. There's no panic about it. They're not banning sugar, are they? No. Um, and then, yeah, alcoholism. Three million. It kills way more people. And yet, where's the concern about that? Nothing. Silent. Yeah, I mean, we could find, we could probably go through a list of causes of death 
and we could probably find a lot of them that kill many, many more people, and yet there's no panic about it at all. We don't close the entire world because of it. You know, even the normal flu, uh, this, this has turned out to be just a little worse than the normal flu. You know, worse, but not hugely worse. Um, even if you believe the numbers, which I don't, I think it's quite obvious they're exaggerating the numbers a lot. Uh, and you can also see, like, it just, anyway, there's no re- reason to be afraid is the point. And there's no reason to follow all this stuff anymore. But Avi says, Boston is one of the best cities. You can have healthy living and healthy food and doing exercise and running. I've never been to Boston, but good to know. (laughs) Here in India, the government keeps increasing the days of the lockdown. Just ignore them. Just ignore them. That says Jay. That was from Jay. You just start ignoring them. What are they going to do? people should be afraid of alcoholism instead of the virus you should be more afraid of it you probably should be more worried about alcoholism you know be more careful about drinking than worrying than going outdoors (laughs) it's just insane not why would you not go outside outside in the sun is fantastic it's very healthy it's crazy to not do that to just hide inside your little house that's crazy Anna Panda says, I live in Spain and here there's no disobedience, almost none. Most of us are looking to Trump. The government here is socialist and are acting like Nazis. Yeah, well, I, you know, the, here, the good news is, you know, that this is the other thing, and you'll see that in the United States too. It doesn't have to be everywhere because what's happening is that certain spots in the United States, people are just, they're just opening everything. It's all going to be fine. Everyone's going to go back to, to their normal life. It, everything will be no problem. So the other people will look like idiots, right? <laughs> so let's say if Georgia, for example, my home state of Georgia is opening up, everything's going to be fine, no problem. Go back to work. All the businesses open. Everybody's just living their life. They're all happy. Meanwhile, back over in California, they're still trying to keep everything closed. You know, eventually people will look and say, well, the people in California, they're idiots. They're so stupid. Everybody else is open and no, it's no problem. What are they doing? Right? And this will cause a lot of the people in California to wake up, which they're doing. That video today might be from California. Um... I've seen others on the beaches that are from California. So, you know, this is the great thing. This is why with disobedience, you don't need everybody. It's not necessary. Everybody doesn't have to do it. It's really something like 10%. 10% of the people, something like that, when they disobey, especially if they do it openly, it's over. The government cannot control them at that point. So even if 90% or 80% are still obeying, still afraid, once about 10% start to disobey and just do what they want, then it, the power just falls apart. It's quite amazing. You know, India, Gandhi's movement, it wasn't 
you know, 90% of Indians did not join Gandhi. I don't know what the number was, but it was certainly less than 50%. It was a small percent that joined him. It was still big because India has a huge number of people, but, but the point is, you know, Gandhi only needed, you know, a fairly small percent of people to join him, and it was enough. And you'll see this again. I think the American Revolution, I've seen num- different numbers, but it was something like 10%, only about 10% of Americans actually, you know, actively joined <laughs> the fight against the British. The others might have quietly helped, but actively fighting the British, it was a pretty small number. So actually, you know, most people will just wait and see. And when they see enough people waking up, when they see enough people being brave, when they see enough people disobeying, then they'll suddenly join, right? But they wait. They wait and see until enough people do it. And we're, we're, we're seeing this happening now. I think it's, we're going to hit 10% very easily. Slavika, always good I'd like to get your comments. I'm an MD. Oh, I didn't know Slavika was an MD. I know some of my colleagues who are paid by the pharmaceutical industry to sell their drugs. Yes, they travel around the world to Congress. says, paid for by the pharmaceutical industry, says Slavika. And Slavika is obviously an exception, a different kind of doctor. There's some really great ones who see all of this, and they're real healers, and they are open to all of these things. Uh, because, you know, the, this kind of what we might call Western medicine or modern medicine has some good, strong points, but when it's used, but the problem is it tries to destroy everything else. Uh, but not all doctors are like that. But I saw it too. I worked in the medical industry, I was just a social worker. Right, not a doctor, but I saw this because it's so common. This the doctor is very open. So uh, you know, as I say, I'm working in a hospital, and the drug salesmen, basically, they're called drug reps, representatives, drug company reps. They they just they just what they do is they go around these people who are basically they're salesmen or saleswomen for the drug companies and they just visit doctors constantly. They just tour around and they visit them a lot, very often. And you've got many, you know, several of these companies. So these doctors are constantly being visited by the drug companies. And what do they do? They basically bribe them. Now, in some countries, maybe they just give them cash. I don't know. And maybe in America they do. I never saw that directly. But what they do is they give them free dinners. They invite them to uh, like a speech, for example. Like they'll have some somebody from their drug company will give a speech about a drug. They don't really care about that, most of the doctors. But what they do care about is they get a lot. They At this speech, they get this super nice, very expensive dinner for free, free drinks. It's like this whole thing. Some, sometimes they will, they will give them, it's like a whole vacation. They'll do it, in some, do it in Florida or some nice location. So they're getting all of this kind of free travel, free hotels, free drinks, free food from the drug companies. And the more they sell of certain drugs, they get even more benefits from the drug companies. So, yeah, a lot of these doctors just are drug, we call them drug pushers, right? They're just, they're just pushing drugs on people and they're bribed. They work for the drug companies, basically. Yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them, uh, especially in, in like hospitals and larger uh, medical organizations. This is uh, super common. Now, 
again, like you do find some doctors that are very independent, but they, they usually get a, a criticized by the industry a lot. They, they have to fight a lot. They have a lot of problems sometimes. Like, you know, there are some doctors, for example, that do vitamin C therapy in America. And then the doctors, the, the big medical industry and the drug companies try, uh, made it illegal to give vitamin C um, by blood. Right? Why? No reason at all. Because the reason is it's cheap and effective. And it hurts their money, it hurts their profits, it hurts their power. So anyway, yeah, it's good. Thank you, Slavik. I didn't know you were a doctor. That's that's interesting. And it's good that we have some good ones. We need more good ones. Oh, MD means medical doctor. Vladislav. MD, medical doctor. Yeah, Cesar, Cesar says, Talk, talking about this virus is traumatic. In my country, the government asks people to stay at home. They don't care about families. They just give us the lockdown. Right. So you're going to have to choose. Eventually, you have to choose. Are you going to feed your family? Are you going to work and feed your family? Or are you going to obey the government? Which one? Which, which one? Are you afraid? Or are you going to do what you must do to take care of your family? That's the choice that we now face. Cousina says it's scary. They're being silent now. Not all doctors, but uh, the ones who speak up are getting attacked a lot. You know, there's a lot of power in the media and they will go out, they will, you know, they're hiding the cures like hydroxychloroquine and, and others. They're, the media is doing all they can do to lie. That's why you got to turn off the media. Turn it off. When will I continue The Hobbit? Asked Christy. Um, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't do it today. I, I was just, it was Mother's Day. I was busy with the baby. So, uh, hopefully the next few days. Just need, just need a, f- sometimes it's hard to find just a few, <laughs> you know, like an hour or 30 minutes even uh, with the babies. So, I'll do my best. Manisha says, I hate politics. I just want to live a simple life. We can't change them. That's true. That's why, I, again, that's why this disobedience is so powerful. You don't have to even do a protest like these people were doing on the beach. Just live your life. Just use, live your life. Do what you normally would do anyway. Take care of your family. And ignore them. That's easy. That's the easy way. You don't have to be loud about it. You don't have to join any protests or political movements. None of that. But you don't have to listen to them I also. You can just ignore them. And that's uh, quite a powerful thing, actually. 
Which time of day do you prefer to work? Uh, it depends. Usually morning, I'm most productive. Um, now that I have the babies, night is better when they're sleeping. So, it's up to you. Follow Sadhguru. I'll check him out. I've had people mention Sadhguru Singh, Kumar Singh. Ajahog, do you watch UFC? Nah, uh, ask Joker. Um, not really much anymore. I, I kind of was aware of it for a while when I, when I was doing jujitsu, especially, but um, I haven't lately watched it. What benefit does the government have in manipulating the epidemic as Abra? Oh, no, you can think of a lot of them. And you have to think, too, the government is not just one, right? There's factions, there are groups. So why would one group, like in America, you've got the, the Democrats are trying desperately to destroy the economy because they think it'll help them win the election, right? And it'll hurt Trump. Um, of course, the, the big reason, a more deep reason from Brave New World I, in 1984 is your people are being trained to be slaves I mean look at the look at what people are doing they're just hiding in their house obeying they're they're losing their jobs and they're still doing nothing just hiding in their house full of fear they're testing look at the power of that propaganda now, people are waking up, and that's great. But on the other hand, people are sacrificing their jobs, their income, hurting their families. Just because the news tells them, be afraid of some virus. <sighs> you know, that gives them a lot of control. And then what's the next step? They're going to have some virus, uh, vaccine, which will probably have all kinds of poisons and nasty stuff in it. Ali says, people in my country are overwhelmed by the lockdown. A lot of people in my country live paycheck to paycheck, whereas the government has deployed police everywhere to restrict folks. So you have to fight the police then at that point. You know, it's people have to choose. Are they going to starve? Or are they going to suffer? Are they gonna, or are they going to disobey? Right? Just like the Indians had a choice. They could stay under the British or they could disobey and be free. You know, the independent. I don't know about free. I know your current government's not uh, always has problems, but it's still better to have an Indian government than a foreign one. So Indians had to make a choice and they chose wisely. And now, right, this is the point. How long will people stop going to work? How long will people accept this being slaves? How long? It's an interesting test, really, isn't it? What's more powerful, fear or the desire to take care of your family? Which one's more important? You have to choose. You have to choose eventually. Everyone is going to have to choose. What if they force the vaccine? You fight them to the death. Don't look at a certain point. If someone tries to do violence to you, to do something to your body that you don't want them to do, you have to fight. So, 
it comes down to that, right? If someone attacks you, if someone tries to, uh, you know, break into your house and murder you or your family or do other bad things to you, guess what? At some point, you got to fight. So yeah, it's a certain point you have to be ready. I'm not a pacifist. <laughs> so yes, there is a point where that happens. That's probably a good point if they actually try to force you inject you at that point yeah maybe you have to fight violently because they're committing violence against you so you have a right to defend yourself at that point but I have a feeling they won't they'll use a lot of they're just gonna why would they need to this is the point guys they hardly need to do much force they don't really have enough people to control everybody what they use is mind control and fear Look how effective they are with just using fear. All they have to do is say a bunch of numbers and show a bunch of fake stuff on on video. And most people become terrified and afraid and hide in their house and sacrifice their families. It's pretty powerful. So they that's their power. Is It's all belief and in the mind and obedience. It's not actually the power of the gun. They don't have enough people to control everybody. They don't. And again, Gandhi was right about that. That's exactly what Gandhi said. The British absolutely cannot control India if Indians stop cooperating. If Indians disobey, the British cannot control India. And that's not just, that was true then, and it's true of every other country around the world now. For sure it is. I've seen in a video that Bill Gates, this is Bilal, that Bill Gates wants to decrease the population in Africa. Yes, he wants to decrease. So, and then, and he says that, he has said, I've seen the, the video where he's saying that the vaccines will help do that. So it means you, like, how will the vaccines help depopulate, right? So you, if you think about it, it means the vaccines are maybe ca- causing some problems, maybe hurting people, maybe killing people, who knows. But uh, I wouldn't trust Bill Gates. Bill Gates' father was an abortionist. Uh, yeah, I don't trust that guy. Okay, I think we're about done. Yeah, I got like couple more minutes and then I'm going to go. Khalid says, how do you spend your free time? I go for walks with my babies. I play with them at the playground, at the park. Um, right now, that's basically what I do. I'll play with them at home. <laughs> Just, you know, hang out with my family. That's mostly what I do. Outdoors or indoors, That's that's my free time. People, uh, Jeremy Lenz says, people try dealing with their problems in their unsatisfied life, mainly in the virus time when they're forced to stay home by drinking alcohol, but it's not the right way. No. But, yeah, like you said, there are good things that came from this. Homeschooling is a big one. 
you know, you know, it's one of my favorites, <laughs> homeschooling. So uh, even though I think the, the whole virus and the lockdown stuff is nonsense, but, you know, people got to be at home with their families, maybe pe- made people think about some things. People got to experience at least a kind of homeschooling, sort of. Uh, so all these things could be good, but it's time. It's time to end it. It's done. I think we're about finished. Okay, last questions, guys. Yeah, Vladislav says, Bill Gates knows about medicine as much as I and most of us know. Exactly. He was supposedly a, a software programmer. And his software sucked. <laughs> his software was no good. So, uh, I don't know why you would trust the guy. Here, we'll look him up. Let's look up Bill Gates' father. That'll be a good one for you guys. Bill Gates' father. Oops. Hmm, we're definitely, if I can find a, yeah, Bill Gates' father was the head of Planned Parenthood, which does abortions. So his father was responsible for murdering huge numbers of babies. He doesn't care about life. (laughs) He doesn't care about children. And, uh, from what I see of Bill Gates, he also is pretty similar to his dad. Okay, I think we're done. Okay, I think we're done for now. Good, guys. Uh, I will do The Hobbit again. We're not done with The Hobbit. So I I certainly will try to catch up with The Hobbit soon. And we'll continue with that. We'll talk about more stuff. Follow me on Gab. I think it's it's on the screen if you're watching on video. Gab.com slash A-J-H-O-G-E. Say hi to me on Gab if you like. And you can... Many people, any of these names you hear every day in the chat that I'm reading, Jarmila and Slavika and, and several others are on Gab also and you can connect with them and follow them on Gab and you know, send them a chat. All right, guys. Lots of love to you all. I will see you next time. Bye for now.